0: This podcast is entirely listener-supported. To find out how you can help, head to patreon.com slash wehaveconcerns.
1: So I'm, uh, I'm back playing World of Warcraft because of the new expansion? I mean, that's a decision. You've made it. I don't like who I am when I'm playing that game.
0: I don't like World of Warcraft, and I don't like most people when they're playing that game. I
1: love that game. I love the world. I love being back inside it. I, it's it's like coming home.
0: How many hours a week are you doing now?
1: Oh man, it's, it's too many, I, it's right? Too many. I don't like who, the person I become when I'm playing that game. I love playing it. I think about it when I'm not playing it. I get obsessed about it. Every little every few minutes I have to be on it. But man, like my whole it, it's not it's not an exaggeration to say my world kind of crumbles while I'm playing it.
0: Great. Sounds like a wonderful way to spend time. Sounds like a fun game. You it, should definitely keep going. It negatively impacts my entire life. Yeah, but you but probably have it. some sick armor or whatever.
1: Yeah, dude. Some, you should see all the Garrison followers that I just got. I got to check in every half an hour so I can put them on new quests, you know? But uh, totally worth worth that kind of time commitment totally worth it yeah online games are the worst it's you're not wrong
0: i can't get into them because of that because i know i'm gonna sit down and it's gonna be 12 hours later and like what do i get out of it nothing swords but they're not real i can't touch them Uh, i wish somebody would send me a real sword for doing well in an online game (laughs) then i'd get back into them then i'd be (laughs) like shit man it's totally worth playing 40 hours a week because they send you swords in the mail
1: (laughs) or you could just you know think of amazon.com as an online game <laughs> i that
0: i that is how i think about it <laughs> how many points can i score and lose with my fiance this yeah. week <laughs> this is we have concerns hi jeff canada
1: hi anthony carboni hello
0: concerned citizens it's time to clone a mammoth uh say what now i know it you know it chris dolman knows it he sent this story in via we have show at gmail.com we need to clone a mammoth immediately if not sooner so
1: you we can ride them yeah, to school, preferably. I thought you didn't like World of Warcraft. <laughs> I
0: don't, but it's not be, once again, send me an actual mount in the mail. Yeah. yeah I will ride it to work. <laughs> uh, no. So I don't know if you're aware, but last year in Russia, some researchers found the most perfectly preserved sample of a mammoth that we have ever found. This is a 40,000 year old mammoth. Yeah. And <laughs> it was in such good shape. That one of the scientists actually took a bite out of the mammoth meat. No, he did not. He now has a strange disease. Why would you do that? turns into a mammoth on the full moon. Is there
1: some sort of (laughs) moment when somebody's like, I don't really think it's that, it's not that preserved, man. He
0: doesn't have a disease that we know of from this, but that's kind of like the toddler's guide to the natural
1: (laughs) sciences. Yeah, how did this guy get to be a scientist? We don't know what this is, so... Let's put it in our mouth until we do. Was he proving to someone how preserved it was? It's like, I I it's so preserved, that I would eat it. I would eat that, man. These floors are so clean. Do it then. Do it, you it then. It. Just do it. Do it then.
0: I want to test mammoth. <laughs> Alright,
1: all Dr. Stone.
0: I want to see mammoth now. <laughs>
1: um, oh, Dr. Stone. <clears throat> you shouldn't have put that in your <clears throat> mouth. You really shouldn't. Taste
0: 40,000 year.
1: (laughs) He's very gifted. He's Uh, very gifted. He's got... uh, I
0: can fit whole hand in my uh, mouth. I'm doing a science.
1: uh, Six years old uh, and already top of his uh, class. Top of his class. We're so uh, glad we brought him in here.
0: (laughs) Who does that? Who puts a mammoth chunk in their mouth? I would just think that that would immediately turn me into a character in a John Carpenter movie with some sort of weird cravings or strange bacteria inside yeah. of me well that's
1: why i guess that's why they're cloning mammoths they've decided they're delicious
0: or that the mammoth inside of them is calling out for a mate <laughs> and so they must give the mammoth inside of them what it wants <laughs>
1: it's like hey uh dr stone's uh, back back today <laughs> what dr stone I shoot 20-gallon
0: water out my nose! (laughs) I want to have sex with Mammoth! Uh Uh-oh, gum in my hair. He
1: is precocious.
0: (laughs) Uh, So This is kind of interesting because they don't know that it's going to have the amount of DNA that they need, the amount of fully preserved DNA. Right. But if it oozes blood and you can eat it, you might be a redneck. Might- <laughs> I mean, I would imagine that means there's probably well, more genetic material there than we've ever been able to retrieve before. But I mean, like, and if you're missing even a little, this is not like Jurassic Park. I mean, it is like Jurassic Park. Oh, that it's I think exactly it's go- like
1: Jurassic Park. And then I think it's going to go horribly wrong. we've clearly learned nothing. Yeah,
0: but it's not like Jurassic Park in the sense of like, oh, well, we'll just throw in this DNA from a heffalump. <laughs>
1: Well, two things. First of all, from what, from my understanding, mm-hmm. mammoths are in a family of animals who have blood. The DNA isn't destroyed when it is frozen, other, unlike humans. Right. Humans, you can't, if someone now, you know, with current technology, if someone is frozen solid, you can't get any useful DNA material out of their blood because the hemoglobin is destroyed. That's my understanding. Okay. But we're in a situation where mammoths... Aren't like that.
0: Yeah, because they actually, they unfroze this mammoth for three days to study it, look at it, eat it, apparently. Yeah. I don't know. That's maybe wear it as wear its skin as a suit. I don't yeah. know how creepy these fuckers get, but they refroze it afterwards because they're like, well, now we're just going to refreeze it and keep it forever.
1: Well, yeah, and they were like, we have three days before it rots, mm-hmm. so eat all you can, guys. Yeah. Well, but here's Dig the thing. Dig in. It's a lot of mammoth here to get through.
0: Business opportunity, <laughs> a meat... That is infinitely thawable and refreezeable. <laughs> think about that. I think that's just called meat. No,
1: dude, because if you thaw and refreeze meat too much, it gets all weird. Oh, but because mammoths have this unique evolutionary trait in their blood, we could replace cows with mammoths, infinitely freeze and refreeze, world hunger solved thanks to Dr. Stone. Thanks to Dr. Stone. For putting it in his mouth. Thanks to Dr. Stone for putting it in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> <to Dr>. <laughs> The second point I wanted to bring up is sure. Did you ever see the TED talk with uh, Stuart Brand, who is the evolutionary biologist who is trying to de extinct things? Oh, yeah. The de-extinctification project. Dude wants to just bring back all kinds of shit. And they're starting with birds because yeah. evidently it's really easy. There's certain like a finch or something that was used to be really very prominent in. And in the 18th century, it was so prominent that it would like black out the sky. Yeah. And so they oh good op- bring
0: that back bring yeah. back
1: the hell finch.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well they authorize- when the sky is darkened by the cloud of the hell finch, you shall know your time of reckoning is at hand. <laughs> All rise and pray to the hellfinch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I maybe it's the not 1800s a bit, were a terrible time. They were a terrible time for science and birds. Uh huh. But we want great to re- time for birds.
0: So if you're a bird, bird, fantastic. It's a fantastic time. You are literally darkening the skies with your power.
1: <laughs> with your buddies, phenomenal time to be a bird. But I guess there there were so many of them they authorized uh, hunting and they hunted them to the point of extinction. But we know they're lineage and, and they're they've uh, mapped their genome because they have this dead finch specimen yeah. that someone kept and so they mapped the that's genome. a normal dude i want to totally go to normal. that guy's house <laughs> totally, normal. totally normal totally
0: normal guy's house it's just like what are these these are all the hell finches that i've kept for the time of the great reawakening
1: <laughs> they used to black out the skies but now they just black out this little section of my shelf
0: <laughs> okay guys and uh what is that over there? That is our collection of eyeless dolls.
1: <laughs> they, too, will have a reawakening one day. All you have to do, really, is set them set them upright and their eyes open. But, you know.
0: I'm just, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the finch, and I am never going to speak to y'all again.
1: <laughs> um, Come back soon. No, I will not. Do you want, people are terrible. Do you want any mammoth meat? Yeah, I go? mean, if you've got some mammoth uh, meat, wrap delicious. it up. Put it in your mouth.
0: Yeah, I like to cook it on the engine block on a long car ride scientists.
1: <laughs> so So this guy saved one of these finches. So they have they know what the genome is. They've mapped its ancestors and descendants. It's mm-hmm. it's sort of evolutionary family, right? And they're able to pick and choose which parts of which DNA they are compiling to try to reconstruct the exact genome of that specific creature that no longer exists.
0: I'd like to think that if they try this and they get it even a little wrong, it's going to look like Jeff Goldblum after he used the teleporter too much in The Fly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they're going to screw something up and instead of getting like an adorable little finch, they're just going to get this David Lynch style... (laughs) <laughs> Nightmare slime creature that just looks at you in the eye and just like with every <laughs> caw and coo, you know that it wants you to end its life. Yeah, that's what Stuart Brand is going
1: for. <laughs> it's like the the big unveiling, and it's just like <laughs> sadly on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, uh, it doesn't fly so much as it uh, it just <laughs> flops and squawks right. and. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Die!
1: yeah yeah it uh, uh, Dr brand did, mm, yes
0: did the finch
1: just say that it wants to die I'm not sure it said that so much as wants to fly it doesn't no! to... hmm.
0: was die
1: was he correcting you or me I think he uh, it's you know you can't trust a finch that has been spliced. Yeah! I think he said, start my heart, which is what we did through the magic of science. Oh. And I would like to point out that this creature once used to black out the skies and now, uh, now just sits motionless here on the ground. So we've really domesticated it through. For- I'm sorry, what, was that pain is endless? No, that, it said uh, pay your waitress, which is, uh, you know, everybody should really tip. The, the server's here. This is the, the only scientific
0: event I've ever been to with a two drink minimum.
1: But bearing you, that in mind, you know what? the bird is giving great advice. You know what? <laughs> Horrible genetic mutations don't fund themselves. That's all, that's all I have to say. Uh, and please uh, drink up. Help me escape!
0: That was pretty clear. <laughs> that was pr- a pretty clear help me escape. Are you
1: sure it wasn't hellish nightscape? Oh my god, the birds <laughs> are rising again! <laughs> Nobody mentioned the bird can talk. Nobody had any problem <laughs> with that. Nobody had an issue with that. Because
0: who knows what those birds are like? We have, we've never seen one. Maybe
1: speech is something that just kind of went
0: extinct. If you could bring anything back from extinction.
1: Oh, that's a great one. Dinosaurs, the easy one, right? Because dinosaurs are the coolest of the animals. Mm -hmm. Is there a cooler animal? No, there is not a cooler animal.
0: Yeah. Is there a specific dinosaur that you've always wanted? When you were a kid and you pictured having a dinosaur as a pet, what was the dinosaur?
1: Triceratops.
0: I think a lot of people go Triceratops. Love
1: Triceratops.
0: Kids are really into Triceratops. Yeah. Because it's rideable. It's friendly.
1: You know that it's a... You assume it's friendly. It does look friendly, And it's got that cool, like, bulldozer-esque shield up front, Mm -hmm. so as you're charging headlong into things uh, on its back, you're protected, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, it's a nice feature to have. Yeah. I think that's good. What about you? I don't know if it's pop culture
0: and all of the cartoons, all the Warner Brothers cartoons or whatever, but I would love to see a dodo bird.
1: Well, I think dodo is a great choice just so you can stop people saying it's gone the way of the dodo. Yeah.
0: Oh, Oh, you mean this dodo? Oh, Charlie, you are hilarious! Because guess what? This idea is going to be a giant success, just like the dodo. Well,
1: we can't argue with the turn of phrase that you just made extinct.
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Not like the
1: dodo. No, which it, is back. Yes, it's it's spectacular. So we're gonna we're just gonna have to fund all your research. Mm-hmm. My idea is
0: basically to bring back the fax machine.
1: I think, uh, that, you know, as, as you know, we thought that the fax machine had gone the way Seems of the Dodo. Stupid. But but now Dodos are back. Why not fax machines? I'm y- also bringing back pogo balls. Yeah. Love it. And locker answering machines. A locker answering machine? Mm-hmm. That's for when your locker calls you at home? That's for when somebody
0: goes by your locker mm. and you're not there and they can leave you a voice message.
1: Well, I can't argue with that the kids are gonna love it extremely useful it
0: was even it was it's even more useful now than it was in the 90s when it was a thing
1: (laughs) just like this dodo whoa the dodo give me all your money sucker! that is the best presentation that this council has ever had the pleasure of witnessing have all our money and we'll we'll be in touch and if if we can't get a hold of you we'll leave a message at your locker it actually,
0: the it, the recording me- mechanism in the locker answering machine is not good. You should just call my phone.
1: Oh, right. Okay, well, that seems... Once much- again, check out this bird! Oh, you're so smart and always have the best answers. Um, <laughs> I guess the big
0: question is, and this is something that everybody's, everybody's been asking since the de-extinction thing, since the Jurassic Park thing, is it a good idea to bring this stuff back?
1: Well, of course, all of our science fiction would say no.
0: Minus... Our internal nerd compass, which is telling us that anything you bring back is evil. Right. Pull that, pull that, pull that aside, and think about the actual world. Right. Is well, it cool to bring this shit back?
1: That's why when everyone talks about bringing stuff back, it's strange that it's talking about enormous predatory dinosaurs or gigantic pointy-tusked mammoths. Mm-hmm. Birds I think the, that darken the skies. Birds that darken the skies. I feel like maybe we should start smaller. I mean, starting with a small bird is starting small, but, mm. but when they darken to the skies, I think that's kind of If a, bad, a bird
0: can get to the point of darkening the skies, I'm imagining this thing as being, like, the tribble of birds. Like, yeah. I think if we make two of these birds, we'll yeah. have 2,000 of these birds in, like, 15 minutes. Oh,
1: they love to fuck.
0: Oh, they fuck all the time. <laughs> <laughs> They're basically fuck birds.
1: <laughs> They're... They're hellscape fuckbirds. Sex! No! (laughs) No! Why do you keep saying that? God damn it. This
0: hellfinch is fixated. (laughs) Somebody needs to get this hellfinch laid. Uh,
1: Cut to the night out with the hellfinch. (laughs) This elf is the w- <laughs> Get a little lower.
0: Hey ladies. Hey. Did you ever see a bird that's slimy and wants to die? <laughs> Check it out. Oh my god.
1: What? <laughs> Sex then. End it all. Uh what what
0: did he say? He said I want to hang out <laughs> with y'all. <laughs> You're in this car. <laughs> Shut it up, <laughs> Hellfinch. I'm trying to get you laid like you wanted. Oh, you two boys ha- ha- have a, a nice looking car, sweet ride. Thanks a lot. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is actually my buddy's car. Oh, he, yeah, he paid for it with all his bird money. Oh, birds bird are money. like super rich. One day, all will.
1: Did he say it's all-wheel drive? Yes, he did. Wow. Get in. Oh, I'm in. (laughs) get a little lower. I think (laughs) I'm actually
0: a worse wingman than the Hellfinch. (laughs) I think I actually do more damage than that. Yeah? You're worse than
1: a slimy, half-evolved death bird?
0: Yeah, because it's very clear that I'm saying things incorrectly.
1: (laughs) 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 You are are in very enunciated English saying... Kill me when you yeah. get home. Please. This is awful.
0: I hate every moment of life. <laughs> not the best way to do it. I, I don't know. I, I think there has to be like a careful balance, right? Like it's cool to bring these things back because we want to know what they're like. But it's the reintroduction of them into the environment that I think is kind of crazy. And yeah. maybe they aren't even thinking to that scale. Maybe it's just like we want to bring in one of these things back to study it, know what it was like, and then not release it into the wild because the earth has changed.
1: Well, we did... Nine times out of 10, not with dinosaurs and mammoths, but nine times out of 10, when we're talking about stuff that we can bring back, it's because we extinctified it first. Sure. We were the ones that went, ah, let's just uh, eliminate all these from our planet. And then some scientists are like, well, maybe we should bring them back because it's kind of dick move for us to extinctify them. I wish
0: there was a way we could, we could tell via the DNA which thing we killed was the most delicious. Oh, so we could go in order of importance because well, like are we wasting all of our time with this finch when like mammoth meat is way more tasty or like well, is clearly it not the, the, the scientists
1: were very conf- concerned about that yeah and they uh they, they wanted to check it out for themselves whoa, whoa. before we put any
0: more money into this mammoth let this kid eat some of it yeah yeah ah!
1: <laughs> Dr. Stone. tastes
0: like Chicken nuggets! (laughs) All right,
1: we're in. Chicken nuggets. Wait a minute, wait a minute. That's also what he said about the death birds. And those, uh, let's be honest, those tasted like pain and suffering.
0: Yeah, it was way more like a McRib.
1: Yeah, it was horrible. And it blacked (laughs) out my lungs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know should we should we mess around with this stuff should we bring this stuff back what do you guys think let us know Uh, we're on Twitter I'm at acarboni
1: and I'm at Jeff Kanata.
0: and you can send in a story like this one if you want just like Chris Dolman did you can send it to wehaveconcernshow at gmail.com